This is 680 CJOB. Thanks for tuning into the main ingredient here on 680 CJOB. My name is Kevin Bergen. If you like Japanese food, you will love my next guests, Chris and Lisa, owners of Fusion Experience, located at 612 Academy Road, which is popular with Winnipeg Jets players, and also got five stars from Winnipeg Free Press food critic Marion Warhoff. So, Chris, let me start with you. Before Fusion Experience, why did you want to cook? What were you doing before cooking? Well, I started out as a delivery boy, mm-hmm. doing dishes and delivery at those Chinese restaurants and stuff. And, and my dad started open a Happy Garden, a Chinese restaurant in Chinatown. And that when I helping him out, that when I start to learn more and fall in love with cooking. When he was, had his, you were doing deliveries also, but you yes. got more involved in the, in the cooking more, aspect. Yeah. I, then I got more involved in the kitchen, yeah. starting, you know, pepping and making sauce. And When did you realize that you were going to do this for a living? When my dad sold his place. Mm-hmm. Then I start to work for Masa, Japanese restaurant Pemina. Mm-hmm. I stayed there about a year and a half. I started out as a dish boy too, because Japanese cuisine was something brand new to me. Mm-hmm. And I started out, worked there for about a year and a half. And I told Masa that I quit. I want to go out and open in my own restaurant. How do you take that? And he was shocked. He like, shocked, uh-uh. good or bad? He said, take about ten years in a Japanese restaurant to learn fully everything mm-hmm. before you can come. You know, know a lot of food. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm young. I can try. You, know, <laughs> you never know, right? Like, I ain't got 10 years, man. Yeah, I, I don't need, got to, I need years, to do this yeah. now. Exactly. So, and we quit. We started opening Asahi on Broadway. Right. And that when everything started. And he was shocked. Like, I cannot believe that how quick you learn everything within mm-hmm. a year and a half. Mm-hmm. You guys were together then? Oh, yeah. We've been together since he was a, since uh, I was 15. Get out of here. So, yeah, we've been together for more than And you still half like the guy? My life. You still like the guy? Man? Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> my wife wouldn't say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't known her that as long as you guys. <laughs> 27 years, I think. 27, 27 years. years later, six kids. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. But it was tough when we first opened Asahi. What was, was, yeah. what was the tough part? You leave the other restaurant, now, now you're running your own. It's your own place. Mm-hmm. Number one number one toughest hurdle to get past when you opened your first restaurant that you owned. I think it, it kind of tested a lot of boundaries. Like, it tested our relationship with each other. For sure. Did you guys have kids then? Yes. Our oldest at that time was, I believe, five months. Wow. Mm-hmm. So she, all of our kids grew up in the restaurant business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then with him, you know, like I, I didn't know a lot about Japanese cuisine. So every, and, you know, all the staff that we had, his, his dad was in the kitchen um, and his dad didn't know a lot about Japanese cuisine. So it was like mainly him uh, kind of like um, training everyone. As yeah. you're open. As yes. we open, yep. That must have been like crazy it, hard. It was really hard. It was tough, very tough, because every order come in, I will run to the sushi bar. And then to make, the kitchen. Tell the guy what to do. And run oh back in the God. kitchen and tell, and then teach all the kitchen staff like what to do, plating and how to cook, seasoning and stuff. And then run back and forth. That's insane. Yeah. It wasn't like really big rush mm-hmm. when we just started. It was... Kind of like steady, but steady enough that manageable to right. train the yeah. new staff. All right. 
Yeah. So by the time it got busy, was everybody trained enough that, you know, a lot of the work was off your plate? Everybody knew what they were doing. They could, you know, the restaurant's flowing. I, you can handle it. I would say maybe like maybe 50%. He was still, he was still the main person going back and forth because, you know, again, like nobody was used to all the stuff he was putting out because everything that he was um, putting out in the menu were his ideas. Right. So, which is, is great for the customer. Tough in the back of the house. Yes, if you're the guy like this, your brainchild. Yeah. You're teaching everybody every time exactly. everything that's being made, right? Yes. Did you think you created more work for yourself, or you're just like, you know what, this is the way it's got to be? No, I think that's the way it got to be because you have to be creative mm-hmm. to be advanced. Because every day is something new. It's mm-hmm. always new. You have to be ahead and ahead. Mm-hmm. Your brain is constantly thinking. You see something, and then you start, you know, picturing stuff. Food, like, you know, I like this and. That. Adding, combining mm-hmm. together to create something. So he, he's talking like everybody thinks that way when his mind is always moving yeah. and yeah. creating, right? He does it in his sleep. Um, but I, I think uh, Asahi was the, the stepping stone of kind of like of what we are now. Because mm-hmm. back then, Japanese uh, food, cuisine, um, it, was, it wasn't as popular yet i mean when we opened there was probably like five other japanese restaurants right so it, it, no matter what you made it was new to everybody yes. like in this city because yeah. nobody had really seen that before right exactly and Whereas, most of them don't they think sushi is raw so right. they're like no <laughs> right yeah. so it's kind of pretty challenging mm-hmm. yeah but because of where we were located we were able to um, develop like a really good customer base because where we were located was like where all the lawyers, doctors, it's like right in the middle of all the businesses. Was on Broadway, you said? Yes. We're on Broadway. Well, it's now uh, the. It's between traffic. Edmonton and Carlton, where the traffic ticket, we are beside. Is that 379 Broadway? Yep. Yes. Yeah, and the, yeah, exactly right. That is, a, it's a, a very heavy influx of business clients, right? Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. during the daytime. So that would yeah. be a good area. Yeah. yeah. Our lunch there was crazy, crazy, crazy. Really? Getting too rushed. Yeah. First, first year or two was like kind of like one rush, like a long rush. But after people realize how crazy it is, people will come in around eleven forty-five, done at twelve thirty, and then the second rush yeah. to to two thirty. Oh yeah, so people. So yeah. they split it up there. Right. Yeah. So everybody knew. Yeah. If you're yeah. not if you're not going to get there before eleven eleven forty-five, then just wait till the second wave and get in there in the second yeah. part. Right. They will come in full house within like fifteen minute, twenty minute, because everyone off lunch all at the same time right which is crazy that must have been that's another that's another animal to tackle right Mm -hmm. not only are you serving lunch but you're serving lunch to people that have to be in and out in a certain amount of time so you got to kick it out quickly exactly we get a lot of nurse and doctor from health sign drove down there you still on the uniform (laughs) (laughs) that's that's challenging okay so you moved that restaurant to charleswood what was the reason for the move our lease was up Mm -hmm. the uh original landlord sold the building Mm -hmm. And uh, the new landlord was just not being very nice. Mm-hmm. So I like the way she puts it. She's so <laughs> nice. Eh? No, just not being very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So then, um, well, he, he decided to increase our, uh, I think, our lease yeah. like, for a crazy amount. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it was great being on Broadway, but the downfall of that was... We had a great lunch rush, but our dinners were hit and miss. 
Right. Because most of the our customers were heading down to Tuxedo mm-hmm. and River Heights down there for, you know, that's where they live. Right, going home. So they wouldn't go back for dinner mm-hmm. unless, you know, seldom occasions still come mm-hmm. down during the weekends. But weeknights, I think, you know, dinners were pretty slow. It wasn't, we didn't have a great dinner. Yeah. No, and there. plus, plus we, we want to create something that we want a customer to sit and enjoy the food mm-hmm. instead of lunch late, just rush, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because so, you're just cramming food at lunchtime. You just, yeah, you may enjoy the food, but it's mm-hmm. done so fast. You don't really get to sit back, relax, have a conversation with who exactly. you're with. Exactly, have mm-hmm. a glass of wine. Right. Yeah. yeah, so we we moved to Charles where we want people, our customers to sit, enjoy, take their time, have a nice glass of wine, a bottle of wine. Bring their families. And then mm-hmm. we, you know, so the timeline spread longer, then we can start create more be- nicer dish and... And, and sell more too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people are going to sit there and, and they're going to enjoy food and they're going to purchase more things. So I'm not exactly. going to buy a bottle of wine at lunchtime. No. Right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're going to take a little break, but we'll talk more with Chris and Lisa from Fusion Experience when we return. Thank you for tuning into the main ingredient today. My name is Kevin Bergen. Chris and Lisa, owners of Fusion Experience, located at 612 Academy Road. They are here to talk about the tasty Japanese dishes they make. Your last restaurant, Asahi. So that restaurant had quite a following. Yes. But you guys closed it. And what was the reason behind that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm really nosy. I ask all sorts of, you know, you're in this room, chat with me. I'm going to ask you all sorts of good stuff. It was a tough decision for us, right? Yeah. I think the reason, the main reason why we, we sold it was because at that time, um, I had my fifth. Number five. Number five. Wow. And also my, my, my oldest daughter, she was uh, going through her black belt uh, in ta- taekwondo, mm-hmm. and the kids, the other kids, all had extracurricular activities. That's insane! I got three, and I couldn't imagine five and doing and, all that. Yeah, and Chris was always at the restaurant. He was never able to attend any of their events. Um, it was always me, and with a newborn, it was very difficult. And I think that one year. Um, Something happened. It was a, I remember clearly, it was a, they had a Christmas concert. And usually I don't ever miss the Christmas concert. Chris always does, but I always record it and show it to him. Mm-hmm. And then I got a phone call from one of the servers at the restaurant saying something happened to the POS system that I need to go and see. So I, I thought it was a simple fix. I dropped the kids off at the school at five and I said, you know, I'll be right back before your... Famous last words. Yes, before your concert starts, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll make it on time. I didn't make it in time. I I think I stayed at the restaurant until 8.30. As I was heading back, the kids called me. It's like, Mom, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm I'm almost there. And they're like, but you missed our our concert. Like that just like, Mm -hmm. like kind of ripped out my heart. And I, I told Chris and he's like, well, how did that happen? I'm like, what do you mean, how did it happen? I was at the restaurant trying to <laughs> fix the machine. And, then, you know, and he felt really bad. Right. He was like, you know what? We, we can't go on like this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is, this is not, this is not right. We're missing out on all their events. And this is just, with a newborn, it was hard. So we decided, um, you know, that we would put it up for sale. And let it go. And let it go. And oh, that must have been a tough decision. Eh? Yeah, it was, it was tough. Yeah. Considering like we were, we we were in the restaurant business for like twelve years mm-hmm. during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we say you know if we sold it, 
we're going to spend six months doing nothing, just take family, take mm-hmm. kiddo, mm-hmm. do road trip. That's what we did. Yeah, what we did. Did you really? Yes. We, we packed everything, everyone in the van. We head out for three months. Get out of here. Yeah. Kids yeah. must have loved that, eh? Oh, we I did. love it. It's the best memory of Like, you don't got to go to work? We're going to no. do what? And it was yeah. it was a very yeah. memorable time. Yeah. We, you know, I think they, you know, they, the, the looks on their faces, you know, they were just so happy. Mm-hmm. And when we saw that, we were just like, our hearts just melted. And, right. we, you know, we, we looked at each other and we're like, I think at that time we were in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And we had a picnic and we looked at each other and we're like, I think that's this is the best decisions we've ever made. Mm-hmm. So... It's awesome. Yeah. It's nice to know that that validation, what you what you initially planned, mm-hmm. like what you thought you were taking the time off for was actually the true reason, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. gratifying. So um, we decided to get back in the restaurant industry. What led to <laughs> that, that he decision? He can't well, live without he, cooking. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I Did stopped. you cook a lot? Of, okay. So during this hiatus, were you cooking at home? Were you still thinking of things and thinking, okay, you know, when the kids get a bit older and things settle down, mm-hmm. we're, we're getting right back at this. Well, was wasn't really that plan to come back again. Well, I started working at a couple few places. Mm-hmm. Start working at the tavern in the park, and then work at Niagara Country Club, right. and then work for at the WEG. Yeah. Uh, was that nice for you to work somewhere and not have the responsibility of running the place? Like now, I just get to I just want to cook, and then I want to get out. That's what it, you would think. That would, but not it, for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was. It was. He's like, up. man, you're doing that wrong. This should be this way. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, having being used to it be in control of the kitchen right. and coming up with all these different dishes, and then now all of a sudden you're at a place and you have to just make whatever they, they have. tell you to make. Mm-hmm. Right, their you know, menu. It, exactly, and to him it was like. It was it was too simple. No, you like you know <laughs> you you gain something. You gain some like I learned some new stuff. Don't, don't yeah. get, right, I learned new stuff. I learned how cheeses and stuff, <laughs> which <laughs> I never touched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, I learned yeah. some a lot of new stuff, which is like it's hard because that's the menu. When you want to create something and you try to like, why don't we try to do something differently? Like you know, we add something, uh, we recreate, re retwist. The, the dish that already on the menu to mm-hmm. make it more adventure. You know, some has chef, like, no, is this the way it is? Leave it. Mm-hmm. So I get to the point, like, you know, sometimes, like, then I start itchy. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I want to do something. I want to do something, like, more different then. Mm-hmm. So then I, I told, one day I came home, told, talked to Lisa, what would you think, you know, the past three years I've been working and learned something new and used that with my background and combine together and make some, create something we call fusion. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, maybe it works because nobody try in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, we try a small restaurant, maybe 20 seat, 10 seat, easy, and then I can manage both by myself, mm-hmm. have one chef, two chef, easy. How, yeah. b- how big were the other restaurants? They were huge. 72. The first one was about 96. Six seats on Broadway. Wow! With the lounge. With the lounge, and Th- then that's a big place. Yes, and then we moved to Roblin. It was a seventy-six. 70. Wow! Seats. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a big animal. Yeah. 
So from all to, that, now we jump down to 2830 yeah, seats. That's okay. Right. Yeah, 980 square foot mm-hmm. restaurant. Yeah. yeah, it's cozy. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. New sports and weather up next, and then more main ingredient with Chris and Lisa, the owners of Fusion Experience Restaurant, located at 612 Academy Road. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the main ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen. Chris and Lisa, the owners of Fusion Experience, are my guests today. So, guys, how did the opening of this restaurant go? When we opened Fusion Experience, the first two months? Yeah, we weren't expecting anything. Like, we were still training. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, I guess... Marion Warhoff had <laughs> somehow found out that we opened. Yeah. Uh, we don't know when she showed up or when she tried the food, but within two months, we received a phone call from the Winnipeg Free Press saying that Marion Warhoff wants to write up, do a write-up about us, and they want to come and take pictures. We were in shock. We were like, what, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't know what she looks like. When right. did she come yeah. in? We were all nervous because we were like, oh, my God, what if it's a bad write-up? Because we're still training. Um, right. So the write-up that she's gonna, she was going to do was based on a visit that you didn't even know took place. Apparently, it was. She's, she, uh, we were told she came in a few times. Wow. We, so, yeah. So now you're waiting for this review and you're wondering... <laughs> What you know? I hope this. I hope it went well. Exactly. And the th- funny thing is, is she's more nervous than I am. <laughs> I, was really ner- I was really nervous because this is like this was a new concept that we wanted to do and that we were tr- still trying out. And I right, wanted to perfect it, tweak it. Exactly, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, we didn't know. Like Marion Warhoff, she's tough. Like you, she either she either makes you or breaks you, right? Right. So. 100%. Um, it was nerve-wracking. And it's not like Greedy Kevin just coming in and eating the food <laughs> and, and, and laughing and leaving. There's someone eating and critiquing and telling everybody whether you're ready or good you or bad. But then you introduce yourself as yes. who you are. Right. Uh, with Marion Warhoff, up until now, we don't know what she looks like. Wow. Um, but so we got the phone call. They set up a, a, a date and time to come in. And then I think right on that day, like I think about a half an hour or an hour just before she, the photographer the photographer was supposed to come we received a call and said because they specified specific dishes to prepare right but then they requested now like you know we chris already prepared a couple dishes but now we received this phone call and said marion warhoff wants you to make more more food more yeah they she wants to take more pictures like of not just two dishes but we want you to make more dishes Okay, so, so they're telling like, you for asking for more, but don't tell you the real reason behind it. You're thinking what? We're we're like okay, so based on our past experience on like you know with Roblin and Asahi and stuff, more pictures is kind of good news mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because if you, I think if you don't make the four stars, they only take a picture of your front. Well, they're not going to take a ton of pictures of somewhere that sucks. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, we were kind of like, okay, this is kind of good. But still, what is she say? What is she going to say? <laughs> you know, and what what's the rating going to be? So the photographer comes and, you know, I'm being nosy. Do you know what we're getting and stuff like that? And he was like, no, but I just know that it's something that she's never done before. You're like, man, we're out of business. Oh <laughs> so we're like... Pack up the kids, we're going on another trip. <laughs> what does that mean? She's never done before. Then I th- think 
Thursday, that's when the paper came out? Yeah. Friday. Thursday or Friday? I can't remember. One of them. One of the Normally days. Friday. Yeah. Okay. Well, one of those days, the paper came out. First thing in the morning, got the paper. Full front page, five stars. Shut up. She and ran out to the store, grabbed a newspaper, ran home, woke me up. Yeah, yeah, five stars, honey. No, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, no, I take that back because I had customers. Yeah. Like, 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 um, they are like family to us now because they've been our customers since Broadway. Yeah. I received text messages from them first thing in the morning, and I didn't know what it was. And I, they were like, congratulations, you got five like, stars. Uh, I was like, what? Like, so I ran, and I got the paper, and I, I couldn't believe it. I Like, my heart was actually pounding. I was, like, thrilled, and, you know, what the wording she, she put in there, like, how she, you know, followed us from Asahi, oh, and Broadway. And my, like, yeah. she knew who we were. Yeah. All that time was what was mm-hmm. shocking was that she knew who we were, yeah, of, and we didn't know who she was. So I think once we opened, we opened the doors. We had customers lining up, and they were customers. This is after this article comes out. Yes, so this is you thinking we're gonna just take it slow yeah. and go easy. You know, soft opening. No, 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 we're open. We'll like, gradually get busier. Mm-hmm. You get this review. And now you're smoked like you smoked on Broadway. We've, the we, phone just yes, off the hook. And customers <laughs> that we haven't seen since Broadway showed up at our door. Like, there you are. Like, it you. was a combination. Like, considering, like, it was very overwhelming. And, you know, it was a, it, it was a, such a great feeling knowing that, you know, we haven't been open or been in the business for four years. And then all of a sudden open again. Then you see all these familiar faces. That'd be awesome. Coming back mm-hmm. was just, uh, it was a feeling that I don't think we could describe how happy we were. Because mm-hmm. when we open, we try to keep it quiet, <laughs> simple, yeah. so we can focus on our food, mm-hmm. creating. But we got hard. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad thing. Not, yeah. a, not a bad thing at all. Not it's at all. Really but again, it's a, it's a, yeah. a big animal to handle. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how did you handle that? Do you know what I mean? Now it's kind of like you were wanted to train everybody right and do everything right. Mm-hmm. But now you're super busy. Yeah. Was it easier because of all the, the experience you had now? And the it, size it was, of the restaurant? Because you know, the you size of the restaurant was really challenging because it's hard for us to, to make and produce was a tiny kitchen, mm-hmm. n- not enough equipment what I c- we normally use before. Right. And we have to, and it's hard for us too because we have to get comfort, comfortable, comfortable where we will, our kitchen. Mm-hmm. Then you can move faster, right? Cre- doing more easier, but it was really challenging. For sure, in a smaller space, you have to be more efficient oh, yeah. because yes. you you, ha- you don't have a lot of room. So no. everybody's got to make yeah. sure that you know you don't want to be bumping into guys and you're going to reach some reach for things. It just got to be more efficient. Exactly, exactly. and yeah. because we were so like it was, we were so new. Uh, like he, you know, he didn't he wasn't comfortable with where he put things and stuff like that. So it was like it was quite challenging mm-hmm. for him. But even where you put things, like your tools to actually make the food. Yeah, well, your tool, yeah. your sauce, and where this belong to. So yeah. we always told us that where is it? It's always stay right because when I'm busy, spot. I don't. Yeah, I, I can't. Exactly. I can't think. I can't s- yeah. waste time looking for things. Exactly. I got to know that when I yeah. want thing A, mm-hmm. A is right where it yep. was all the time. When you see the dish that you do, and like, okay, all my stuff here, turn right. around, right there. If it misplaced somewhere, oh, and that could oh. be super frustrating yeah. at the time. You're like, oh. <laughs> 
Stick around because after the break, we are going to talk about some of the popular dishes I ate when I visited Chris and Lisa at Fusion Experience. I wish I had two stomachs, believe me. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen. Fusion Experience at 612 Academy Road. If you haven't been, dude, you gotta go. Owners Chris and Lisa are here today in the studio. Thank you for dinner, by the way. The other night, that was super good. My daughter was, oh my God, she was in heaven. I told you she was... She was so happy. So, I it's been a little while, so I took pictures of stuff. So, I'm going to let you look at it. You tell me what it is. You can, Maybe you can describe it. And, uh, you know, what inspired you to make this dish? What were you thinking when you created it? That's the Hawaiian sushi nachos. And those are really good. I found they were really light and flavorful and tasty. Meanwhile, why we always go out eat... The only time we eat is late night after work, mm-hmm. restaurant. So it's only mostly lounge food. So everywhere we go, she always order nacho, nacho. <laughs> <laughs> and she always complain. I just oh. think for nachos. Yeah. <laughs> but they so, got to be good. Yes. Yeah. Right. With so a lot of times help. probably you're ordering nachos and like, oh, these ones suck. Or you're ordering somewhere else. So they're, they're not great. Right. Yeah. It's always got to be kind of, well, when you're really into something, you get particular. And even though you love it, it's got to be your way. It's got to be done properly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you decided that this is yeah. the perfect plate of nachos, quote unquote. Cool. Then she came in one day and like I create a nacho for her, <laughs> but not nacho chip. I use wonton chips. Yes, yes. Something that's, totally different. That's what makes it lighter. It's lighter, lighter right? Yeah. And she loves jalapenos. So I put jalapeno in there for yeah. her. Cilantro's. He put all the stuff that I like. That yeah. is romantic, yeah. there, yes. huh? A little bit crunchy of panko shrimp, so yep. let's go balance with. You need a little bit crunch mm-hmm. in the nacho. Yep. Right. So yeah. And it's re- it's refreshing. I remember when I first tried it. I think I ate. I kept on ordering that for the whole entire month. Uh, when I tasted that, I thought, yeah, I literally could eat that all day long. And that's what I did. And then you get to a certain point where, where you're like. You've overeaten. Oh, yeah. You just, <laughs> so, anything, no matter how good something is, when you eat it like a million times, yes. it's just time to try something else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But that is the dish that can make you do that. Yes. 100%. I thought it was super good. I Thank liked you. it. Okay, Thank let's you. go on to thing item number two. <laughs> what do we got there? Those are ah. the sushi tacos. California tacos. Those are really good. What's in those? Thanks. Well, those we have are, two versions. Do you? Well, that, that, that was our first main main version. And that the reason uh, how I start that is during that time, everyone always talking about fish taco, fish taco. Taco was a thing doing. So like, you know, I'm a sushi restaurant. I will make taco. Mm-hmm. I create that. But, you know, California roll is so common, popular. Everyone love it. So I use the California, the way make California put into a tacos. Oh. So turn into California tacos. I got that. Right? This so, is a this is a fusion, right? You always yeah. try to spin things and make it your own yeah. way. Instead of buying instead of using a regular taco, I use a wonton shell. Oh. So we ho- house make our shelf tacos mm-hmm. and put some rice, crab meat, avocado, and give it a little bit of sauce and there you go. Oh dude. That, <laughs> yeah. sauce. that was good. Yeah. Or is good. Yeah. I'll say. <laughs> But the Things. other version we have now, too, is the seared tuna. Seared tuna. Oh, wow. Yeah. That'd be good. Give yeah. a little, people a little bit of option. Mm-hmm. Let cook on the outside, raw on the inside. Nice. With a little bit of mango salsa. Yeah. Got a hunger right now. It's not good. All right. See you tomorrow. He's <laughs> 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 <It's> right. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> 
Okay. What do we got here? That's the Avery Trio. Okay, these were like incredible. They were like super duper good, right? And you just had food coming. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, something, something's got to end. But no, it just kept getting better as you brought it out. I was embarrassed. I ate so much food. But anyway, look, what's what's going on with these? That's more like a press. Yeah. So instead of doing one flavor, I do trio flavor. Mm-hmm. So give give a customer a choice of like variety of taste. You know, we got a butterfish. We got king salmon and we got albacore mm. so each piece will have a different flavor right totally different yeah those are really good yeah. so we torch a little bit give it a little bit smoky flavor mm-hmm. the sliders the wagyu sliders the wagyu slide. yeah what's up with that those were good well, my daughter loved those yeah uh with the wagyu sliders um he, see with with him he likes to order things like the top notch things what do you mean top-notch? Like, best of the best. So the Wagyu that we have now, I, I believe, uh, like... A5. It's Yes. It's A5 with the level marbling of 1112. So his... We have we serve, like, the Wagyu, like, hot stone and other Wagyu dishes. Right. So he doesn't like anything going to waste. Such as a so expensive... Piece. Because it's right, yeah, right, delicate. Yeah. Right, delicate. so whatever I'm not using in the actual dish I purchased it for, it's going to go into another dish. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so we get a, a big piece, clean it up. Some piece are meant for hot stone. Mm-hmm. And then the rest, I turn into a, a patty, turn into a slider. Right, and they're awesome. Waste yeah. not, want not, right? Yeah. No, I got Instead it. of using bun, I use rice. Yes, and it's so good. Press, it works. Yeah. It works. Yeah, dig it. <laughs> and yeah. bite size, so it's literally yeah. just like one bite. One or two bites, yeah. You know, you say... No, 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 no. Mm. One bite. One, <laughs> one bite. One bite, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to look greedy, yeah. but it's one. It's yeah. pretty <laughs> much one. I, yeah, yeah you, you can try for two, but like, it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not heavy, and it's light. And yeah, it is light. Yeah. If you end up using bun, you taste more... Doughy, then you will overpower, kill the, the Wagyu right. flavor. Right. Yeah. So you want to taste the nice flavor of the meat too. For sure. And like you said, a lot of the dishes that you make, they, they are light. And it does take you a while to actually realize how much food you've eaten. Like I've, we ate a lot of food. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then I re- out of nowhere, all of a sudden I realized, oh my God, I'm like really full. Because everything was just so, ah, I'll eat that. I'll eat this. Yeah. It was awesome. It was good. I took a big nap after that dinner, let me tell you. <laughs> now this, I dig this. This was good. What's that? So that is the forbidden risotto. Actually, we have that dish a lot of the Winnipeg Jets players really like. For sure. That's, so that's black rice, right? That's forbidden yeah. black rice, um, which is probably the healthiest rice um, there is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's healthier than brown rice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I could be a forbidden black man then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm healthier than a white man. <laughs> Oh, sorry, it was there. I took it. <laughs> you can, I guess you can put it that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah I, I think it originated. Where did, where does it originate from? It originated from China. Yep. The, the reason why they call forbidden because the king forbidden all people eat only the king allowed to eat the. Oh, the black so it rice. was like so an ultimate delicacy. Forbidden. Right. So yeah. very delicate. Right. It's got a very good flavor. Like it's very really, distinct. Yeah. yeah. It's got a lot of flavor and nutty. Like, yep. Yeah. So instead of just simple cooking it, I cook the way I said, risotto 
you know, cook a little bit of stock slowly, yep. take your time, stir, add some cheese in, which is I learned. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it tastes great. I own yeah. it. Yeah, that was a good dish. So we torch the salmon, mm-hmm. give it a little bit more flavor of smoky balance with the nutty, mm-hmm. and give it krill eggs. So, so this, is, this is a popular dish on your menu, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the popular dishes. Very pretty. Great presentation. It looks good. And it's not disappointing when you when you bite into it. Like it 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 lives up to the presentation one hundred percent. Super good. Thank you. Oh yeah. The lobster. The lobster. <laughs> the only thing I, I, I the only disappointment about that was we got it like fifth or sixth, and I was so full. I'm going. I don't care. I'm eating this thing. You always yeah. get the rolls last. Oh, <laughs> dude, they were so good. Okay, so what's what's in there? So the lobster we use all real lobster. No like, doubt. So yeah. Nothing fake in there. It's like 100% real lobster meat. Uh, it's mixed with a bit of scallops in there. Majority, not like I would say 95% is lobster though. Yes. Uh, oh, so rich. Of, well, the stuffing in the roll is scallop and avocado mm-hmm. and cucumber. So the topping there was just pure, like all scal- uh, lobster tail meat. That's, that's, why we, that's why you have that, that, that tail. We, yep. we use that tail. Oh, the, 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 the middle. tail in it. Huh? So... To prove that we use real lobster, Atlantic lobster, yep. not imitation right. or anything. Right. Yeah. And it looks pretty that, and there's a point to it. Yeah. Right. And it's all mm-hmm. that meat inside that tail that is used for that roll. Nice. Yeah. So all all the the whole lobster roll mm-hmm. is the whole entire lobster yeah. tail. And yeah, plus it's awesome. the tail look nice presentation. Yeah, it does, it looks fantastic. <laughs> like I said and, and to know that that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just good kind of a, a one two punch there. That's super good. Thank you, Chris and Lisa from Fusion Experience for treating me to your amazing food. Their website is fusionexperience.com. Their phone number is 204-691-9334. So I suggest you go. The main ingredient is available on iTunes and Google Play 24-7, so don't miss another episode. Bernie from Smokin' Hog Barbecue Restaurant on the main ingredient here next week on 680 CJOB, so don't miss it. This is 680 CJOB.